BKR, Beekeepers Radio. All right, Beekeep Radio insights here. Hi, I'm Josh, Beekeep Radio. Uh, this is Riggs. We got Fluid in the house here. I'll let him do his introduction. What's up? A little bit about yourself. My name is Fluid. Um, local MC out of Santa Fe, New Mexico. Part of the Outstanding Citizens Collective, Dead Headphone Society with DJ Fest One out of Seattle. Yeah, excited to be here. Beekeep Radio, dope stuff. Uh, we're just doing a little session today, a little short Q and A. Got a couple things. So you told us a little bit about the crew. You got an album coming up, I think, here. And uh, well, a little personal stuff like kids, family. You said you got a wife. Yeah. So it's been a big year. Kind of last two years have been big for me personally. Um, so I started my own company here locally with my wife, Sarah. So that's been a new adventure. And then um, we have a baby girl who is now five months old. So congratulations. congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, uh, it's been a big adventure. So between, you know, running the company, doing the family life and rocking with my crew, I stay pretty busy. Sounds like, yeah. So a, a show a week, huh? <laughs> well, it's it's been a busy summer for us. I wouldn't say, you know, a show a week, it probably averages out to be about that. But we did two state tours this summer, um, one back in June that had, I think, six different stops. And then we just finished one uh, maybe two weeks ago. And so we had a bunch of shows, Albuquerque, Taos. We were in Santa Fe again at Meow Wolf. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, we saw you there. Yeah, that was a great show, by the way. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks. Yeah. yeah, that was um, we did actually four different shows, I think, this summer uh, in total at Meow Wolf. And it's it's just an awesome venue. Uh, yeah. Every show that we did there was a big success. And we had a lot of really talented artists come through. We got to open for Zion Eye. You know, that was awesome. Love Zion, yeah. Um, Dylan Montaigne came down from Denver. We got to rock with him. And then, of course, one of the homies, uh, Benzo, he had an album release party there this summer. And so that was a big event and party for his his solo venture. So, yeah, that was it was fun times. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So I wanted to ask, you know, uh, right off the top of your head, what's like an album that is always on your mind? Yeah, like it it's hard you know as an mc you get asked that a, a lot like what's your favorite who's your favorite um to isolate it down to one it it's really tricky you know well it's actually like not like a favorite that's impossible right, right? yeah so like what's something that you know that you really like um i guess first and foremost what i really like are, are lyrics i like lyricism i like one of, one of my favorite things that drew me to hip-hop and rap was listening to a song and really engaging with that song and bumping that song for a month or so. And then all of a sudden, one day, you hear that line and you it made sense. And you're like, oh my God, that's <laughs> what that dude was saying. And it just takes time. So you kind of form a relationship with a song. and And so lyrics that don't inspire me to think or you know chuckle under my breath like oh okay, yeah that was pretty good you know that that's what i go after that's what i am drawn to i guess with lyricism uh or with hip-hop oh for real yeah no that's it i'm still rediscovering bits of albums from 10 15 20 years ago now yeah yeah and that's, that's one of the great things about hip-hop is you think on the surface that you get it all and you really don't it, it, it's just awesome. So yeah, I agree that that rediscovery 
bit is always uh, the most appealing. Yeah, I completely agree. It is. So, yeah. And I, I guess I would also say I really, you know, I'm a fan of a lot of different styles of lyrics, but I guess I'm drawn to the more inspirational style. Um, in that sense, I guess, lyricists that try to be more inspiring with their lyrics and take really appreciate the stand that they have and and the platform that they have to speak to an audience rather than kind of not utilize that you know we have so much garbage and trash and anger and hate and weird stuff in this world we don't need to add to it so i really respect cats that try to stand up and change that you know and bring positivity to hip-hop because yeah absolutely hmm. that's really fair yeah and there's a lot of cats doing it you know the underground scene is ridiculously awesome oh, right it's, now. It's it's blossoming, if anything. Um, but on that topic, yeah. how do you how do you feel about all of this uh, newer mainstream hip hop that's coming out? Kind of like mumble rap or the stuff you can't necessarily. Again, you know, I like lyrics, so I like to hear what somebody's got to say, and I don't respect rappers that rap over their lyrics. I don't respect rappers that are gonna re you know there's an art to repeating lines there's an art to being mm -hmm. repetitive and, and using a hook or using choruses and there's a right way to do it but songs that just you know i'm out here on my ground 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 i'm out here on my it's wait wait let's stop the recording right there i think we just broke the rap game right there with that i'm gonna loop that right we'll throw like some busted 808s on oh i think we got a burner there like... and you would and you could have a hit you know and it's hard especially there's a lot of cats on social media that the same thing it's easy to just make yourself look amazing there's so much that you can do to fool an audience you know until that moment one of my favorite lines is everybody's a rapper till it's time to freestyle uh -huh. <laughs> and, and seriously you'll see it you'll 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 see cats it show i don't i don't freestyle i just record you know to me yeah you just yeah. dropped like I came from a freestyle background. That's what I grew up doing to get into hip-hop to begin with. So, you know, homies that I went to school with in Cincinnati, they totally took me under their wing and, and showed me how to spit and how to rhyme. And I took that for like six, seven years. And I was the most obnoxious kid at the party. You know what I mean? That uh, wouldn't quit rhyming. They always wanted, uh, listen, you guys want freestyle? You guys want freestyle? Let's do it right now. I got a beat to throw on. Yeah, yeah exactly. I was always ready, always wow. about that. Let's and go um, hard raps. But it's also, you know, because I was that way, it led me to meet the guys that I'm with in the OC. That's how I met Wolfman Jack and Benzo. I remember when we first moved to Santa Fe, me and my brother, who was at the time a part of the crew, his name was Symmetry. And uh, he came home. He's like, hey, you got to meet these guys. I met these two homies. They can spit. They're dope. You got to meet them. You got to meet them. I'm like, all right, all right. And then finally, we were at some party together, and like all of us started rapping. I was like, yeah, these guys can spit. It was dope. Oh, sick. Instant That's connection. Awesome. Well, yeah. Shit, yeah, I didn't even have to ask the question. That was going to be it. Like with your crew, like what makes you guys work real well together? Are there anything that really like catch you guys up, make you stop? Well, you got to work around. I mean, like any good relationship, there's ups and downs, right? Um, yeah. But we met a long time ago. We met at a point in our lives where we were all really young and we actually wound up living together. So Wolfman Jack moved in with me and my brother who already had a house. And we dubbed what we called the laundry room because that's where the washer and dryer was. <laughs> we had the 
the laptop or the PC set up in there. And that was Benzo's gear at the time. And Benzo was making beats back then. And he would come over. He'd just show up at like, you know, one in the morning and just make beats for like four hours and dip out. Like, so (laughs) because we lived together, we formed this unbreakable bond. Like it really was that. And it was just us kicking back and just becoming brothers. And we loved to do the same thing. We made probably 50 songs that first year um, and really started the OC off. Then, you know, life happens. People move. People get angry about stuff. People don't talk to each other for a while, Uh blah, blah, blah. Um, So that, you know, we went through like any crew. And then we came back together and we started making music again. And then just life happens again. I mean, this is all over the course of close to nine, 10 years now. Hell yeah. That's some history there. And so about a year ago was when we decided, okay, we've been goofing off. We've toured, we've been out, we've done shows. What happens if we actually take this serious? Mm. And we decided to open up the Outstanding Citizens Collective, which is a group of artists, just period artists, MCs, break dancers, DJs, graph writers, every element of hip hop, because that's important to us, you know? And so we've built this community of cats that just like to do what they do. And so, you know, at our shows, we bring graph writers, we've got cats doing paintings live and, you know, we've got the MCs, we've got DJs. Sometimes we'll bring in break dancers. I mean, it's just fun. It's oh, just Okay. So at that last show, fun. you guys, that was you guys that set up the, uh, set up the board yeah, people were board, yeah right. freestyle pin on that i was wondering because i hadn't seen that at shows there before and i thought who i thought that was a really good idea that? to have somebody just painting over by yeah. your merch booth it really brings people over i wanted to, to go and, and burn up on it but it was full people were hot about it they were all over it right away right. i was i was amazed that was a cool touch that was cool yeah i mean it's all about giving people a show it's what they come for nobody wants to see a guy up on stage just stand there and look at the ground and you know you got to give them a show So the more elements, the more you can bring that, you know, people appreciate it. And it's just a fun time. It becomes a bigger community, too. So it's cool. Well, yeah. So so why hip hop? So going back to the very beginning for you. So why hip hop in the first place? You said you grew up freestyling and rapping. But, you know, why not rap? Like there's as many garage bands, if not many more. And a lot of those artists are doing a lot lyrically as well. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just transitioned like... It was weird. When I was a little kid, I remember being at some store and I bought like a rap mixtape of like, uh, I don't know, Big Daddy Kane. And and there were so many old school heads on there, Run DMC and De La Soul and blah, blah, blah. And it was just, I loved that. I loved, and I was into MC Hammer when he first came out. I mean, straight up, I was. And then all of a sudden, like, I just went into this rock and roll phase. So I'd say probably when I was in middle school. Um, through my earlier part of high school, I was into, you know, rock and roll and corn and red hot chili peppers and smashing pumpkins and, you know, that whole scene. And then I guess junior, senior year of high school, I started listening to rap again. And that was kind of at the time when 311 was big too. So there was like this hip hop (laughs) rock transition happening and, Then you had Incubus, they Uh came out right around then, and so that was going on. And then that was also the same year and time that uh, you had OutKast dropping Sorry Miss Jackson. No shit, yeah. And so that was like the single that year. I remember having this party, sorry dad, at the house, and uh, (laughs) 
and, and we were rocking sorry miss jackson and that was that was a moment yeah and, and so that i don't know what it was it was just i started rapping people were starting to do it around me then i went to college and linked up with homies that were doing it and yeah it just it's funny it's the only thing that i've done consistently since high school hmm. you know and at 34 now that's been a minute so well, yeah, that, yeah well that means a lot if that's what you've done consistently Everything yeah, else has go, changed. Man. Everything else has been a phase that I've gone through. Jobs, girlfriends. I mean, everything else has not been this, but hip-hop has always stayed with me. Called so. you back, huh? Yeah. Mm. It's a trip. Well, fucking, we love that hip-hop, too. I I got so deep into that one. Listen to you. <laughs> that's yeah, okay, man. So, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, one of the things that's kind of cool is I did drop a new single, um, the single's called Feeling, and you can find that on iTunes or Spotify. Check that out. It's um, pretty proud of that one. And Feeling is about what you would think. It's about feelings. It's about what you feel, how you're feeling, how do you feel it to be, uh, you know, in every capacity and aspect and viewpoint. You could look at feeling the word and the way it is. That's what this song's about. So it's kind of cool. Very cool. Yeah, we'll probably uh, play some of that in Do a that bit. Here in a minute. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a good plan. Real quick, um, well, you've already kind of, uh, you know, touched upon some issues and challenges. But what is like a f- couple of really big challenges for you along the way? Like, do you ever struggle with motivation in a big way? Or, I guess my biggest challenge is, um, it, I find it hard to want to promote myself. So as a DIY artist without a manager, you know, self-funding <laughs> right. and producing and publicizing every aspect of this, um, you know, sometimes I check, I just feel like it's, it's hard to do it. It's hard to brag about yourself. It's hard to like write why you're good if you sit down. I don't know. So that's you have probably to sell my, yourself. Yeah, yeah. there's like my, selling. And yeah. then I gotta sell myself to myself. That's the trip of it. Like why, why, why should I have to do that? So. But, you know, as I've done more and been more involved and been around other artists, you know, you start to get more confident. You start to be more confident in who you are and about your art and about what you're putting out there. You know, and I would say this this single, this new, that's part of this new album that I'm going to release, which is called Waterfall, um, I feel like I've kind of finally reached that. And so Fluid being my name as an MC, Waterfall is the album of that. It's, it's the nonstop flow. And I always say waterfalls don't come from from nothing. You you you're it's a buildup of something. Something has to build up and grow to a point to where it exceeds the container that it's in and goes over. And that's what a waterfall is. Mm-hmm. And that's me as an MC at this point. I've built up enough of this inside of me, and now here it is. Um, have have you always liked? Have you always liked what the the look of fluid was? Have you always liked how that felt? Yeah, I, I felt that it always represented what I wanted to be, and now I feel that I've reached that. So it, okay. it was kind of a goal for a long time, you know, that fluid was to be this, and fluid is that. It's something that, you know, it's my rhyme style. It's it's what I try to talk about. It's, you know, everything that I can embody to be that, you know. A fluid is so many things, and it's so easy to use it as a metaphor all around it, it fills whatever container you put it in it goes through many solid states to liquid Bruce Lee to gas made that exact same statement before be yeah. water my friend be water. exactly and 
it's so it's it's a powerful element it it encompasses 80% of our bodies it encompasses 80% of our earth it just it's a big thing so you know that's that's why i try and do honor by being water and you know it's it's a powerful substance what always makes its way through the rock and so uh, where do you see yourself going what's what's next you know it's a funny question that's it's it's something that, you know, you'd love to think that you push and you push and you push and you're going to break out one day. And what does that mean? And where does that go? And the question, um, yeah. so it's a funny point in my life because I love what I do. I love working with the people I work with. We've built a beautiful thing and I no doubt know we will always continue to push to what level I do it. I don't know. It costs money. To oh, be yeah. a self-funded oh, artist, yeah. right? right? And let's be real. The top one percenters, the Kendrick Lamars, the Eminems, the Jay-Zs, it's a very small percentage to get to that level of success. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, you're hungry every day. You're still touring. You're hustling. You're pushing. It's work. It's a job just like everything else. And you still got to keep that day job. And yeah. you still, you know, well, not necessarily. I mean, you can, you could totally tour. I could make that decision right now and I could make touring my life and I could make that work. I don't necessarily know if I want that to be my life. Well, yeah, that's a question. You know, and yeah, the diminishing returns, yeah, right? So you know, how much, how far do you want to go? How much I, do you get out of it now versus what are you going to get out of it then? Exactly. Right? And so I think I'm, I'm comfortable in a spot of making my music and releasing it to the world in a way that I hope you enjoy it. And if you do, that's cool. If you don't, I'm not trying to make it a career. You know, I started my company with my wife, like I said, a couple of years back and we're doing fine. So I don't need hip hop to be my career. And I guess that's a good spot to be at it with it because it really becomes more genuine and not trying so hard. Right. I think you're right there. I think that's very much the best way if you're not relying on it. So, and don't get me wrong. If all of a sudden something were to happen and I was able to sit a lot more comfortable than I am right now, I would definitely take that opportunity. Yeah, switch so. over to full-time rapping. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, yeah, we, I think we all would say we'd love to do yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, but I can definitely say the music industry is a tough grind. And no matter how talented you are, it's a tough grind. You know, I kind of wonder too if the if the paradigm is shifting a little bit, and that what the goal in making music is changing for a lot of people. Like, like you're saying, a lot of people make music for themselves. You make music for yourself. Some people are still making music to become a celebrity. Yeah. And I think like that idea is still prevalent. But but honestly, yeah, to have your main grind and to do some love on the side, I think that's honestly the healthiest way. And hip hop has always been able to do that in a way where. I don't know, maybe the rock aesthetic doesn't allow you to do that. Maybe being the best in the classical gig or any other kind of instrument, right, that's right. not, you know, you really have right. to be really involved I mean, in those. And maybe not so much with hip hop, which is beautiful. Let's that's be great. honest. There are so many talented, talented MCs. I mean, Everywhere. each one of us could probably name 20 different artists that are all different from each other. And they're all dope. Like everybody's dope. Mm. So in that capacity, it's like how, you know, and no matter where you look, how do you want to run in that race? Cause it's tough, you know, (laughs) straight up it's, but anyway, it's fun and it's my passion. It's what I love to do. And so for that aspect, I'll probably never quit. Yeah. It's kind of cool to hear you say that, um, that, you know, to tour all the time is not necessarily like something that you, you know, you definitely want to do cause you know, it's, it's stressful. I, I imagine I've never done anything like that, but I, I imagine it's incredibly stressful to go around the country and 
display yourself to yeah. people you don't know. And yeah. It can be. I mean, it can also be a blast. I mean, it's fun. It's a lot of fun to do it and have fun with your boys and go rock. And that's what we all love to do. It's why we do this. Um, but at the same time, it costs money, you know, and it, it's so it's it's a hustle. It's a constant hustle. And um, that's where it gets tough mentally, because you're constantly having to sell yourself. And there's days where people aren't going to listen to your music. And there's days where people aren't right. going to buy anything at your merch booth after you rocked maybe a dope ass set. And it was one of the best sets that you think you ever did. <laughs> right. And nobody bought anything, you know, mentally it can mess with you. And yeah, mentally, and I, I can't can, imagine like, like working in a grocery store, you have your bad days, but going on tour and you have a bad day, like it's got to be way worse, you know, to have to go on stage and have this energy and you're having a bad day, you know? Yeah. I can't imagine that. It's your reputations, you know, it's how people perceive you. Sucks if you're sick. <laughs> yeah. Sucks if you didn't prepare. It sucks. You know, I remember we did a show and I get up on stage and it was my, you know, we kind of rotate around. We do different songs. And so everybody gets a chance to shine in the collective when we do a collective show. And so it's my turn. I'm getting ready to do my thing. And I do this acapella and I go to do it. And my mind just goes completely blank. <sighs> just completely blank. And I, I'm just walking around and I kind of just start laughing to myself. And I remember OG Willikers looked at me. He kind of was like, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? And I'm just laughing like, I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember my song. And then all of a sudden, you know, the words kicked in and everything was good. Like, we yeah, right. so, well, at least for that point, it was on acapella, though, because there was no music. There was no beat that people were supposed to hear. They were just waiting for you to do something. But everything so. happens. I mean, from under the stars, you can't. It's just the sets run late. So then you got to cut half your set out on the fly. And then so-and-so's pissed because their song didn't get to go. And that was the one they really wanted to do <laughs> instead of the first one it went on. Or, you know, something happens because... The DJ wasn't able to bring his gear, so maybe our DJ had to borrow somebody else's, and he's not used to that. So then he runs the first song, but it's not even on tempo, and it's like three beats, oh, you know, and you're oh, just no. like, what? But we're live, so you got to go with it. I mean, so that's every a struggle, yeah. show, <laughs> there's something, or, you know, somebody didn't show up, or somebody can't make it, or yeah, it's just... It's always something. So, so that, bring, that brings me back to the beginning, not really the beginning, but the beginning of your stage career. What made you want to get on stage? Like, did, did you foresee any of these well, problems when you were doing you this with your friends? Because you think you're going to look cool and you're going to get laid. I mean, <laughs> that, right? let's yeah, be that's, honest. That's exactly why you get that's on stage. That's exactly why you get on stage. And yeah, you yeah. think you're going to do your thing and you think you're way doper than you are until that moment hits you and you're like, oh, wow. Now, now let me ask Mistakes you this. Mistakes matter. How do you handle, like, I used to be in a touring, uh, different sort of band, uh, African marimba band. We toured around the East Coast. Cool. The nerves before every show. How do you deal with those? Because I know we pretty much gathered 400 people one day when we were just started playing outside in Washington, D.C. and DuPont Square. And I went from having absolutely no nerves to all of the nerves in the world when everybody in town started to gather just in one place. And like seeing more and more people crop up, you look down for one second, and all of a sudden you look up, there's like 50 new heads right in front of you. And it's just, whoa, where'd all these people come from? What's happening? Yeah, it's, uh, it happens before every show. I think the worst time for me is because, you know, you show up, you do sound check. And then you got two hours to kill, or three hours, or four hours to kill before you go on. 
That's the worst. And oh. yeah, it's just, you're just sitting there. You're like, all right, when are we going to go on? When are we going to go on? Are we going to go on next? Who's after this homie? Are we up? But, the, but I'm always on. anxious. I'm always, there's like this butterfly situation going on in my stomach. But it kind of fuels me at the same time. And I've learned to just not give a fuck, I guess. Or, you know, just... No, yeah. Because yeah. it, it is what it is. So there's a certain reality about that that you sort of accept and just, you, you know... You just have to do it at that you point. You kind of also just... have to tell yourself, no, you're, you're dope, dude. Like, you, you got uh-huh. this. You know, yeah. you do what you do and just do it. So whatever, get over whatever fear you have. And after a while, it just becomes that. And I guess maybe that was a transition. I did have to talk to myself a lot about that. Like, uh, don't be a pussy, bro. Just get up there and go do your thing. You know, you're good. You're good. Uh-huh. You're good. No, no, most people don't. They don't have a benchmark to compare against. You know, they don't got like a rhyme book there of all the greats looking at you like, well, it's just not. He ain't no Jay-Z, you know, nothing <laughs> like that. So. I, I don't know. That's that's a truth too. I think everybody with their own craft, and if it is, you know, DJing or if it's graphing, and that was one of those things that I ended up getting caught up in when I was graphing for years. And this was a while back. And what I found is I got caught in my own style. And because I was expecting reaction from other people on stuff, and I'm really doing it for myself in the same way, yep. it became hard to expand as an artist. And ultimately, I think that's that might be why I slowed down on the painting. Like, so yeah, it's yeah. like a funny struggle, right? It can always it can always drag you down too. But all the more, stay to your own thing, believe in what you're doing. Yeah. So. Yeah, I always tell people nobody wants to listen to an MC that doesn't think he's dope. Hmm. I mean, have you ever heard an MC talk about how mediocre he is? Or <laughs> no. I mean, Not there, one, don't yeah. get me wrong. There are a few MCs that use that style, but they do it super dope they and they're really good at it. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah, Little Dicky. Yeah. I don't know if yeah, you've heard of Little Dicky. Oh my God. He's super dope. But So <laughs> you can do it that way. But yeah, nobody stands up meek and has success. Oh, you, you have to own it. It's, it's what being an MC is about. And so if you can't convince yourself that you can get yeah. up and own it. It's gonna, it's gonna be a rough. People road. can see that. Yeah, they can see it very clearly. Yeah, yeah and exactly. an audience is unforgiving. <laughs> I mean, I have seen. I, I will not mention names. I did a show, just last uh, this last couple week, and um, there was a touring artist that got up and he did his thing, and there was a full crowd. And before his first song was over, I would say half that crowd was gone. <sighs> And he even made a comment and it was really tough. I could, you know, he was kind of upset, but, you know, the crowd tells it all. And it's really, you got to be aware of that. You got to know who you're talking to. You got to be about the crowd and give the crowd what they want. So anyway, I felt bad for the guy because it was tough and it it was. No, it's interesting you say that. I've seen. uh, Crowds are brutal. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. I've seen. uh, in comedy i've seen like comedians uh i think the phrase is playing to the back of the room where you make jokes for your friends and not the crowd uh you know first timers and it's just it's a nightmare you know the crowd will eat you up i've seen it but uh yeah and it's 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 amazing how you can't do that yeah. that makes or breaks the energy for the artist too and the crowd doesn't realize that but you know i've seen shows i've done shows where there were probably 30 people in the crowd 
but they were all 50 feet back sitting down at tables and just chilling out. I mean, so it's hard. You know, that's a hard energy to rock with as opposed to 50 people, 30 people standing right in front of you up at the stage. Jump in. Jump in and getting into it. And so... Yeah, I mean, that can change and shift the energy of a show in a big way, too. So it's really important to know your audience and to be aware of what stimulates an audience and how to engage with an audience. You know, one of the guys in our crew, Benzo, he's amazing at how he engages with the audience. And, you know, it's, it's a skill that he has. I've seen other artists do it more you know some are better than others but you know it's a trick it's an art and it's definitely you got to be aware of that so you know that's funny that has nothing to do with a song or performing it's it's every little moment in between and and there i mean it's just exactly right you're exactly right i remember seeing this show in london years ago and rakim opens for de la soul and then black star oh wow yeah like amazing show show, right (laughs) and you would think like rakim like we we love rakim right but he didn't have the crowd captivated, right? And all it took was Daylock coming on, a little crowd control. They stopped two songs during their set because, one, some idiots were fighting, and then some chick at the front was on her phone, not paying any attention, not even feeling it. Like, Plug stops a song and, like, restarts the whole thing, makes fun of it. Like, the whole wow. crowd really? laughs. Wow. Like, yeah, he changed the tone, like, flipped it, reversed it. I don't know, whatever you want to call it, but suddenly everybody was on board. And, like, I got to say, they stole the show. Black Star, like, amazing right like legendary but yeah daylot just had that crowd control and that's uh, that shocked me when i saw that you can I, see I, you can yeah. tell that's something he learned well he must have learned that yeah. over time yeah yeah that's, no that's... it's it's super important and super important for anybody who wants to be an artist or considers you know the touring life because if you can't engage with your audience it's going to be a rough road mm. that's for sure yeah. that is for sure yeah, that's that's the majority of our questions. We wanted to do, if you were comfortable, we want to do like a little like freestyle, like a, if you're interested. Yeah, so um, I do a couple. You know, I like like I said lyrics, and so I have a, these acapellas. There's two acapellas that are going to be on the album. Um, one is actually called Prometheus, and you can find that on YouTube if you just search "Fluid Prometheus." Um, that one's pretty dope. And then the other one is called "Eyes Closed," and that one also. There's a live version of that I think on YouTube. And there's a bunch of YouTube videos you can find um, with all this stuff. So anyway, excellent. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah I um, I speak with eyes closed, so my travels unlimited. I was told to stretch out my flow, so I'm learning to bend a bit. See, my incentive has grown from being alone to being grown for my team. I'm a home representative. I was told to bless every benefit. The cipher throne owned to a diligent Rome with speech infinite. But I spit sentiment, close sentiment, flows, heat, hope. Oh, it feels close to getting intimate. I spit it double time, even in triplicates. I'm split mind, Gemini, intelligence, syndicate. See, I'm a giant leap for mankind. Most moving small increments still find our minds to be equals in the same conversation as a top-notch lyricist. Words weightless and believes in levitation. Y'all feel me yet? See, this is another incident of flu spewing immaculate innocence with bars harder than bars set for imprisonment and nips on top of tits made of silicate not far from magnificent. I'll respond with the ocean's equivalent translated articulate tongue lifted through discipline. I got hooks for you fishermen. But this version you witnessed through intricate words of the sentence is worth every minute. 
See, I try hard for your interest, or I die hard with a vengeance. My flows gain in attendance, and vengeance ascended from rap academics. I descended from legends and kings, it's in my genetics. I'll make you crave shot in my name like it was part of your fetish. See, I'm a rap factory, actually packed battery charged to react naturally. Scars bring the past back to see bars that remain blasphemy. See, I gain mastery through the art of my strategy. Smarts and meals full of calories. Hard increase the capacity to flow through time to fight Earth's natural gravity. Has to be the only thing trying to hold me down naturally. See, I'll flux capacitor past the bro to come from behind and pass your flow rapidly with words with the more murderous tenacity of a natural born killer more editor than Mickey and Mallory. I'm finally proud of me. See, fluid's my name. Outstanding's my strategy. Hey. <sighs> Mickey and Mallory, nice. all right. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can tell I'm a 90s kid. A lot of my, <laughs> I spit out a lot of movie references. You know, there's another one in there. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Try Hard or yeah. Die Hard with a Vengeance. My boy uh, Wolfman Jack, he always laughs at all the like movie references that I put in there. But anyway. no, that is that's one of the older school rappers. Kind of that's a lot of my rap too. I, I, I completely understand that. Yeah, nice. Well, and then the other acapella I was talking about, it's called Prometheus. So, all right, all right. now is that based off of the uh, Alien prequel, or is yeah. it based off of Prometheus and Bob? Okay, <laughs> Alien. Yeah. Now, so I think that's what we heard at the show the other night. That yeah. was the that was the one you heard. Mm-hmm. I think that was what you were well, supposed to show. Yeah. Here's the other. Here's another one for you then. Okay. Oh, beautiful. <clears throat> MCs better get tough, exercising their thinking. See, some people think fluid's been sleeping. But I've been building my family an empire in secret. I'm a hibernated bear that waits for a season. See, I'm on a quest to just be it, but being the best is an achievement. Believe I haven't reached yet. Really didn't think it's even a quest worth conceiving. Leaves me feeling conceited, bleeding my mouth sweat. See, I'd rather salute the veterans I believed in. I'd choose to stand by or make smiles wide like stand-up comedians. I'll stack up a pile of words to set a fire for the homeless to heat their feet against. See, I realize that real eyes see real lies, but it's no surprise I'm over the medians. And each verse is intricate and strategized, so it's hard for you to compete against. See, I've been good for a while. That's now the result of that experience, effort, hard work, determination, and a little disobedience. See, nothing's immediate. Even three aliens are born before we ever heard of Prometheus. Calculating all my rain from the storm to hand it back out to the neediest. Because I'm sick of the greediness. So I take it as my job to teach and preach different ingredients. This boy's mean. I mean, lyrically fluid gets heated, kids, with a level of heavy metal that makes most MCs tedious. See, after I'm done, somebody holding a tongue like they went back and deleted it. But I'm more determined now, more than I ever have been before. Continue crafting and spitting fantastic and taking your mental on a tour of the classics. Masters put in more than 100,000 hours of practice. Shit, seems to be drastic to say I consume an entire room full of plastics, but I'm done being cool with a few two-faced type cancers and can't respect the perspective enhancer. But the answer responds fast enough, the window gusts to knock the earth off its axis, or at the very least drop trees and lumberjack with his axis. See, I'm reaping my axes and try to conceive more worth myself rather than asking. It's big blue filling the pool just to get it splashing. It's a new year, so you here about to see flu with a new level of passion. Hey. Nice, yeah, clean <laughs> delivery on that for sure. Very nice. Yeah, so for that sure. one's called Prometheus. That one, that's also on YouTube. So okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. those Very are a couple nice. acapellas that we put on the album, and um, yeah, and then there's four. There's going to be four actual songs, and um, it's just a short and sweet. Waterfall. Man. It's an EP. 
Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Yeah, it's called the Waterfall EP. And again, um, that's all been mastered and recorded by my homie OG Willikers at the Ra Ra Room. And uh, so we're just putting the final touches on that one. And then that'll be out. So, you know, probably in reality, we're looking at like the first of the year around then when that drops. But um, okay, cool. like I said, the first single off of that feeling, that one's out right now. So give us those handles one more check time. Check that out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, websites. Any- uh, so you can find me basically on almost all the platforms you want to look um, under Fluid Hip Hop. So Instagram.com, Fluid Hip Hop, Facebook.com, Fluid Hip Hop. Uh, you can find me on YouTube, look for Fluid Hip Hop. You can find me on uh, SoundCloud, Reverb. Um, there's a few fluids, unfortunately, already on the uh, Spotify platform. So, you know, just listen for uh, the best one and you'll find me. And <laughs> Very good, very good. Well, uh, dude, thanks for coming and it's been a pleasure to meet you. And we're probably going to play... Uh, one of your songs yeah, in a minute here. Yeah, feeling. Sweet. Yeah, yeah absolutely. No, well, thank you guys. It's been awesome. And um, yeah. All right, well. Keep an eye out. Fluid. All righty. Beekeep Radio. That's it. Night, night, folks. Buzz, buzz. Back in my tactics and lungs About to confuse what it was Barely begun to define what it was
it was, that's never enough Fulfill him whatever is actually clever But most of these never appear to be ever Whatever, my weather is better than fucking whoever yes, Into sir. it now, deucing the sewage with sound That flow it's about, okay. it fulfilling around Messing around, habit, ready for rabbit to bounce I told y'all once that I never back down In a bunk where I'm down in the ground Never allowed, nah Perpetual difference, I'm different than most Petty excuses, the music's my mode Out of control in the mode, it'll roll and eventually grow Cold as the snow, hard as the water when froze Open, explode to the blows, yeah I'm harder to clone The robots hit drones, so I ever loop out on his own Brandon and Tracy himself when he's over Resurrecting my soul like I'm John in the snow The regals with a rind and a blow through your mind with a hoe Rolling him out of control in his own It's perpetually known for a float that's been told to be owned Oh, freshly grown, get it for it's gone Blue with a skill that's beyond, let's be honest, I'm fun Be honest, I'm one, strive to get there as it's told You're probably too young, besides I'm engaged to the one Try but I don't need his mom, I'm not telling you twice If you don't then I'm done, pardon the fun Had to explain the position I come This is exchange of a sun and a Venus that some never see and it's wrong that some never see and it's wrong, Hey. production 2017 find us on instagram at the beatkeepers one word with a z and also at podbean at beatkeepradio.podbean.com